Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The best of Mile High Sports is brought to you by Bespoke Edge, Denver's premier custom suit provider. If you have a special event coming up like a wedding or you're just looking to update your wardrobe and dress more professionally, they can help. Don't know much about matching or what you need to do for what occasion? No problem. They will take care of all the details and outfit you in a great looking modern style and perfect for Denver. They were just awarded top of the town reader's choice by 5280 Magazine this summer. Why wait any longer to look great? Visit BespokeEdge.com today and make an appointment. Have you ever wished the radio guy would think like you and say things that actually make sense rather than softening his stance to be politically correct? Well then, whitely so. Gil Whiteley will give you the absolute truth. Hello, Gil Whiteley, Kelsey Christiana with you uh, for another half hour joining us. Uh, and from, in fact, Altitude Sports, Katie Wingy. Hi, Katie. How are you? You're on with Kelsey Christianu. Hey, Katie. Hey, guys. How are you? We're good. Great. Good. Uh, did you watch? Did you watch the memorial this morning? Um, a little bit of it. Yeah. Uh, I, wish, um, I wish I had said that because I just, I caught the first hour and I'm just my eyes are still red from crying. Yeah, I know. It just it still doesn't seem real to me. Honestly, it's like such a unbelievable thing to try and digest and comprehend. And I think the basketball world will really never be the same from this. And so it's something that, you know, I feel like reality kind of set back in for a little bit. And then you see the Memorial today and you see how many people are showing up and how many people are still reflecting and talking about it. And it just is, it's remarkable. The world of, uh, of, of women's basketball will miss Kobe Bryant a lot. Uh, he had done so much, and I wasn't quite aware of all of that. I mean, yeah. the first two tributes after Vanessa uh, were were WNBA players or any and gals that he met while they were playing in college when he was bringing his daughter to that women's basketball. Uh, will is there is there's a big hole in 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 that'll be missing for years in women's basketball because of of their passing. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, honestly. And and I think there are probably a lot of people like you, Gil, who had no idea that Kobe was as invested in women's basketball as he was. But as his daughters got older and as Gigi really started to embrace that part of her legacy as well and saying, no, I'm going to be the best. My dad doesn't need to have a boy. I'm going to be the one that carries on, you know, the Bryant tradition and uh, he was at, you know, the UConn games all the time. I think that's where Gigi aspired to go. And even, you know, reading some of these WNBA players and these college women's basketball players, reading their tributes or their memories of him, it, it's like he wasn't just a voice for women's basketball. He was like a part of the movement to to give it a driving you know, the force. Exactly, exactly. To, to give it the recognition that it deserves and even me, like one of my very, my closest friends that I met through basketball that I played with um, during AAU, she idolized Kobe and she actually played for the University of Minnesota and she had a 50 point game and she had 
basically said, you know, I embrace my mama mentality for this game. And Kobe reached out to her and retweeted her and they communicated via social media. And she went out to a game at Staples Center, got to meet Kobe and Gigi and his whole family. And that was what he was for women's sports. Anytime there was somebody that he thought loved the game of basketball as much as he loved the game of basketball, it didn't matter. You know, if you were a, a guy or a girl, it was like, no, I respect you and I want to help you make your game better. And for me to even have a personal connection like that is ridiculous in a lot of ways. Back in uh, about 1989, 90, uh, uh, I think it was 90, uh, 91 maybe, I was in a, I used to fly back and forth at Chicago, a restaurant in Chicago and one here in Denver. And I was doing radio. I was doing talk radio from, I started in 87. And I was, uh, they bumped me up because I had so many miles in the first class. And I sat next to a guy. I'm talking to him, big guy. Yeah. And, he, and he's telling me he wouldn't shut up about his son saying he's going to be the next big thing. He's only 12 now, but he's going to be. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting with Jelly Bean Bryant, Kobe's dad. Oh uh, and, and he said, oh, he says, oh, you know, Dan Essel. I said, yeah, I know Dan pretty well. He said, tell him Jelly Bean said hi. And I remember telling Jelly Bean, telling Dan, Jelly Bean Bryant said hi. Hey, and so I told him, but uh, it, but that's what Kobe was doing, walking around. He wouldn't shut up about uh, yeah. about Gigi and and all that, and you know, she was going to be the next big thing. Yeah, he, what that, a wonderful story! Wow. That, I, I mean, it's kind of a it, there's some karma there somewhere, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, it just is like, and that's what makes it hurt even more, right? Like the fact that Gigi was going to do that and she doesn't really even get a chance to live that out oh, that's about a- such a large part of her life and to me when we were finding out about this you know the Nuggets had the first game of the day and so we were in our pregame show when the news broke and then you start hearing more and more details and there were parts of the show where obviously we're on and we're live and we have to talk about this and we're grieving as everybody else is finding out and yeah. grieving with everyone and and for me, like the the breaking point for me was when we started to hear that Gigi was also in the accident. And there, you think about all three of those girls, you know, that had such big basketball aspirations, such big life aspirations, and uh, it it is heartbreaking to say the least. Yeah, it, it um, uh, during the games, uh, uh, Kelsey and I uh, text back and forth, and Chris Marlowe too, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, Marlo's talking and he's texting me at the same time. Who does that? Uh, uh, he's a good multitasker. That's I sure. love that. I love that. But uh, I, I was so proud. Of, you're not, you know, it, she goes, "Boy, did you see that pass from Jokic? That uh, Jokic is <laughs> is like fine wine. He is maturing as quickly this year. He get he's getting leaps and bounds better." And he throws the ball in traffic between all the legs and everything else. No one ever touches it except his intended recipient. And and in stride and on their way up so they they don't have to make a move. They're in the middle of their move when they get it. And I've never seen the likes of it from a guy. You know, other Nuggets try and bounce fast in the lane, and it's bouncing off knees and thighs and stuff. (laughs) It's unbelievable how mature his his basketball IQ and, and his vision is. Yeah, I, I'm running out of adjectives to yeah. describe the way that I feel watching him play or the, the how surprised I am by some of the things that he continues to do. It's like we feel like he's reached his peak almost, and then he just continues to grow and surpass it. And 
I I think he might be playing the best basketball of his career. Right yes, now. I really do. When I when I'm watching him and I'm seeing the numbers that he's putting up and the way he's making everyone around him so much better, he makes the game look so easy. And the things that he's doing have such a high level of difficulty. It really is. It's my it blows your mind when you're watching. You're like, how does that happen? How did he just make that pass? How did he just you know make that move? And on last night's show, even me and Hanslick and Dempsey were talking about his footwork, which is something I think kind of goes unnoticed with him. His fake game combined with his footwork in the post is not something that gets talked about a whole lot, but it is just elite, the highest level. And he can counter and read the defense and, and is 10 steps ahead of everybody else at all times, it feels like. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, watching this going on, they got uh, tomorrow. Who's coming in tomorrow? Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Detroit. Yep. I'm, I don't, I'm not sitting with it. I should be sitting with the with the cal- with the schedule in front of me. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Nuggets have one of the hardest goes uh, you know, going going forward here. Uh, the, the amount of winning teams and playoff teams that they face. Uh, you know, Milwaukee, and I, it aggravates me. Milwaukee was the first team in the last that in the last 15 years that has clinched a playoff spot so early. Well, that's a bunch of bunk in my mind. Milwaukee, number one, got beat by the Nuggets, and they only had eight guys, never mind the seven. They won with a couple nights earlier than that. Uh, and they're, they're, there's only six teams in the East with a winning record. So they're playing nowhere near the schedule that, that, uh, that, that the West is playing. And at the start of this year, I, I said, I didn't believe, I think this would be a better Nuggets team. But with how much the West has improved, I wasn't sure they were going to have as good a record, but they would have a better team. And it's unbelievable what they've done. They've got their best start uh, in, you know, that they've ever had in, in business. And to be in the, in the hunt for the number one seed, which I still think they get, that, that's in their sight, uh, that's, that's a necessity. I really, they need, really need to get the number one seed. Yeah, I mean, to have home court advantage obviously would be huge for them. Um, but realistically, this team has thrived in situations where people doubt them and they say they don't have a shot. <laughs> and they love it. They love being the underdogs. They love having that mentality of, okay, no one believes in us. We're the only ones that believe in us. That's great. We'll prove all of you wrong. So as much as I'm, I can sit here and say, yeah, it would be great to have the number one seed. If this team is going to peak at the right time and is going to come together in the way that I think we all see the potential that they might, I don't know if it's as important as we think that it is. Do they want that? Absolutely. But well, the, they love that underdog mentality. The number one seed means that the Lakers and the Clippers have to face each other before the, the, the Western final. Uh, that's, that's part of the important part of that. Correct. But, I mean, if the Nuggets are two, you know what I mean? Like if it's if they're if it's between one and two, then you're just talking about home court there. If they stay in the second seed there, so yeah. I agree with you wholeheartedly. That's going to be a much harder series if the Clippers are three or the Lakers are three or whatever, because they'll have to battle beforehand. Yeah. But I mean, it's you talk about Milwaukee too, and it's like, do, does the East really even matter considering the top four <laughs> or three in the West? You know what I mean? Like, is that really what we're we're thinking about? Yeah, they've they've clinched, but. They're gonna they're gonna have their hands full considering the Nuggets, you know, schedule and the toughness of teams that they're playing. And I don't know, can you be ready for the competition that the West presents? 
Yeah. Then you're playing, you know, an easier schedule on the way out, or you're used to playing more Eastern Conference teams. There are a lot of factors that go into that. My, I'm really good friends with Masai Ujiri, and, and the guy's like a magician. He loses to the best player in basketball last year. And uh, and look what they're doing in the East right now. They're right behind Milwaukee. Yeah, it's ins- and Pascal Siakam is just, again, like most improved, could be up for that debate. But, I mean, yes, Toronto is, is better than any- anybody expected them to be. I think Miami is better than anyone expected them to be. So I think overall the East has presented at least a little bit more entertaining basketball than anyone could have predicted. But when it really comes down to it, who are we Who are going to be talking about, you know, in – April, May, June. Well, we'll see how it shapes itself up. I appreciate you taking time out of your day. Thank you so much, Katie Wingy from Altitude Sports. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Bye-bye. Katie. 303-831-1340. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.